0: You are, you are now listening, listening to the Inner, Inner Circle Podcast, Podcast Network.
1: Are you accidentally smoking peyote again?
2: No, but I was doing a ton of research on uh, the link between peyote and dreaming during the daytime, and then I stumbled into like a uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia hole. Okay, uh, save
3: it. Fucking save it. Shut it. up. Shut up.
2: <laughs> this, this uh, is not e- that's not even the interesting part. That's all just regular fucking schmegular shit.
3: Well, you have to build with the regular schmegular. okay? You can't start building a house with the fucking roof. All right, player?
1: Warner Brothers, don't be a bitch. Good <laughs> evening, everyone. Every Welcome to the Creatures of the Night. Gentlemen, gentlewomen, creatures across the cosmos, listening to us through time and space. We're here to get weird tonight. I am one of the co-hosts of this bitch. My name is Jason Almy. I am the host of Shit Happens When You Funny Make a Podcast. In addition to this, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Motherfucking Simmons. What's good, brother?
2: What's up, dude? How are you? That was tremendous. Who knew that uh, you were going to use so many words? Who knew? I would never have bet on that. We also have with us
1: tonight, the Swamp Daddy himself, host of Hashtag No Offense Show, Chris, the Duke of Lunchbox. Watsky, what's good tonight, my brother?
3: Hey, buddy. How are you guys?
1: Wonderful. So glad to have you.
3: So glad to be here.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Tonight, we've got, we've, uh, got a very special guest, everyone. We've got the owner, the creator... The intern of Sleep Terror Clothing, Mister Jonathan Chow. What's good, brother? What's up, guys?
2: What's up, dude? Hey, thank Thanks you.
1: for coming in.
4: Yeah, Absolutely, Thanks for having me. What's so up? I never knew that the uh, way late. Like cracking, oh,
1: way late. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was?
4: <laughs> what are you
3: doing there? Stop stepping that? on my toes with your subpar producing
2: he's trying to do executive produce
3: i know i'm, dude. Trying
1: to, I'm just trying to do a little something half I got a the dick f- wolf
3: come on man
1: i got the thing with the thing i'm just trying to do the thing what the fuck
2: come on <laughs>
4: <laughs> try again
2: sorry uh, john
4: it's okay it's my first <laughs> time in a four-way so it's gonna be awkward the first time welcome
2: we're, we're gonna get weird for sure
1: speaking um, of four-way the human anus can stretch up to seven inches just saying
4: okay mm. bet
2: that is, um, that is a scientific fact. Did you also know subsequently that a raccoon can fit within a four-inch hole? This man, this uh, man, you can fit a raccoon in your ass, can't you? You can fit a raccoon inside of your ass.
4: So hold on, hold on, maybe that's what Harrison, not Harrison Ford, Richard,
2: Richard Gere, Gere was trying to do oh, with yeah. the gerbil. He
4: was like, yeah. gotta start small, make my way to the raccoon.
2: That yeah, he all quadrupedal fucking mammals that live among trees and bushes. We're going to go within Richard Gere's ass creatures <laughs> oh, of the night, bitch. We're here. Episode seven. Whoop, whoop. Welcome guys. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Thank you very much. So John, for the people who don't know, please tell us a little bit about yourself and then uh, a little bit of the history. Cause we're going to dig a little deeper into the history of the title and the thought process behind your clothing brand, sleep terror.
4: Sure. So I just own a little, you know, little dark streetwear brand that I created in college. It's kind of like my little bit of reality that I can mold, shape, shift, change, shift, shape whenever I want to, and then uh, so that's my little bit of dream at night, and by day I'm a project manager for a print company.
2: Sick, so they go hand in hand, a little
4: bit, you know.
2: Uh, So sleep terror, can you tell us the the uh, story behind that? The origin story? Yeah, so then we could start getting into sleep paralysis and all of the fucking craziness yeah. that is attached to that. Ooh.
4: For sure. So in college, I was doing a lot of graphic work for a bunch of hardcore bands and uh, metal bands, and I was having some crazy like sleep patterns. And I also majored in business, so I had to be up at like the butt crack of dawn. So I barely slept, and when I could, I would have these really strange sleep paralysis episodes where I would be... You know, sleeping hunky-dory just fine. Then wake up in the middle of the night, frozen, couldn't move. Mm. Started going to a uh, a sleep doctor for a little while. And they told me to just like jot down my dreams. Really, it was just like witch doctor type shit. Like out-of-pocket witch doctor
2: yeah. shit. He rubbed um, some crystals on your head, and he was just like, "Okay, uh, well, let's figure this out next except week." Except,
4: like, I yeah. do believe in the crystal shit somewhat.
2: <laughs> hey, dude, I look—I mean, you're on the fucking creatures of the night, daddy. <laughs> you're I in know. the right fucking spot for that.
4: bad.
1: Um,
2: um,
4: but yeah, then I started jotting down these notes. The little notes turned into scribbles, and the scribbles turned into wearable art.
2: Sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's funny. You're, I um, sent you. I sent. No,
4: uh, I sent Adam.
3: Uh, you have a shirt and it's it's a pizza and it's got like the the third eye or the illuminati or something on it. I sent that to Adam before I even knew who you were. Like before I I knew that like you threw DJ and dragging the table and all that. I was like dude because Adam's a pizza chef. I'm like dude, look at this man. This is sick. It's pizza and it's conspiracy. This is fucking awesome. And then like two <laughs> weeks later, you're on our boy DJ show, and I'm like, man, the reality that we live in. I swear to God, this is like
4: it's creative programming, you know? Because they're like ha ha ha. Watch this Easter egg. Yeah. But cuz i've also known about you guys as well for a long time. Well, i, I know about Chris for a while and i also know about your show, <laughs> the naked the, the naked podcast cuz i was listening to it at work.
2: It's the naked one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. i didn't yeah.
4: have headphones at the time so i was listening to it like in my office full blast. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh shit. This it's is solid a plan.
1: <laughs> solid plan.
4: I think i made like yeah. maybe like 10 minutes in. You got yeah, like, uh, HR. Continued
1: at home. Like,
2: um, yeah. Did,
1: that, did that woman just spray that man with breast milk
2: <laughs> <laughs> from across the room? <laughs>
1: did she just squirt breast milk? HR sitting? shows up
3: like Agent Smith at the door and shit.
1: Yeah. There have been some complaints about the type of programming you've been listening to here at your desk. and Your coworkers are <laughs> a little uncomfortable.
2: That's we heard brand. someone do a terrible impersonation of Samuel L. Jackson. Don't and you? Then, know, she's watching this. I know she is. That's why I said it. And then we listened to some. <laughs> he said, he sounded like he was going into a roid rage. He threatened his wife's endanger. Like there was wife endangerment huh. there. He's screaming at the top of his we, lungs. We probably need to contact the police
1: about uh, domestic violence on this guy.
3: Jason is very uh, Chris Benoit esque.
1: Uh, there she is doing her Sam Jackson right now.
4: Wait, did you say Chris <laughs> Benoit esque? Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he's going to put his kid in the crippler crossface and then die next to the pool.
4: <laughs> well, I want to like, be clear. Are we talking like post concussions or like pre concussions? I'm buddy buddy with Eddie Guerrero.
2: Oh, you mean like, like the Four really? Horsemen years or you want to talk like, about when they went to WWF?
4: Like before Hole in the Brains or pre Hole in the Brains. C- CT is a real thing, just as
2: Chris guys Keep talking about pro wrestling. I am going to put a
1: hole in my brain. How about that? I was going to
3: say it's amazing the amount of wrestling knowledge that I have for having never watched wrestling.
2: Never watched me too.
3: All that. Yeah, I've never watched wrestling.
2: Anyway, sleep paralysis. I have never experienced sleep paralysis personally, but I my younger brother has. Who wants to
1: that hasn't experienced it? I mean, I sort of do. I'm also terrified.
4: Well, at like some point, I was like, "Yo, when's the next episode going to happen?" Because I need some. I need some creative juices. Because it really became like. Kind of like a blessing in disguise thing, because if that had never happened, I wouldn't be making all this cool shit. But actually, it hasn't happened in a really long time, probably just because you grow out of it. Because my sleep cycle is still fucked up. I got maybe an hour and 20 minutes of sleep last night.
2: Yeah, you're an artist. You have an overactive brain that is... That is something that happens. I think he's trying to tell us that he does crystal meth and doesn't sleep for days on end. I, I mean, think. look, I mean, that's sorry. better.
4: I was going to blame Pornhub.
2: No, I would rather. I would definitely rather be jerking off than doing meth. And you can quote no. me on that. You know what? Put that on my fucking tombstone. Somebody jot that down.
4: Yeah. I mean, both are going to end I up. Mean, in, uh, give me the math.
2: If you're spat like, look, I'm. I'm sorry. It's you're jacking off.
1: Like, what are you doing? It's not. You know. It should be this should be quick. It should be bing, bang, boom. Get in, get out. You know what I mean? Like for here, you, because sleep.
2: you have giant gorilla hands.
1: What are you taking an hour and a half long shower? I mean, what, what is going on over here? I, you
2: know, it just
1: makes no sense because this is a utilitarian thing. You're just trying to crank one out and get to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like
4: you said, I was just cranking one.
1: That's right. This man's a <laughs> steroid. I'm trying to be the champ champ, bro. Champ, champ, I think champ, he, champ, champ,
4: champ, 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 champ. champ, champ. champ, champ,
1: champ. Yeah. Maybe you'd like to come on Shit Happens When You Party Naked and talk about blue chew sometime.
4: You see right through me. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to bounce from all of your podcasts like, you know, an well, incestuous session. Welcome
3: cousin. to the circle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. How did we get to jerking off? Because uh, I, I was Jason really Almey here. I keep trying to granted. steer
2: it towards sleep paralysis and yes. dreaming and
3: yes. I'm, okay, okay,
2: all I'm that eating. stuff. I had,
3: I've had one of those, it's only happened to me once, but I've had one of those too, where I wake up and I'm like, I woke up and immediately feel terrified and I can't move. And it only happened once and I told my wife about it and she said I was full of shit. But I, I swear to God, it happened the one time. Never happened since, never before. But the one time, it was just...
2: Do you remember the uh, circumstances in which you fell asleep?
3: No, nothing.
2: No? Nothing. You I weren't just remember like, woke oh, up, I went up. to fucking Big Ed's barbecue for the well, first time in my life. and
3: It was around... This time last year, maybe, you know, around like the Nick Hinton time when we first started getting into that Saturn time cube shit. So like I was, I was honestly losing a lot of sleep thinking about the nature of reality. So, I mean, it was during that portion of my life and that, that very well could have played into it, but it hasn't happened since.
2: That fucking cookie, man. Yeah, that cookie fucked your whole shit up, huh?
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, if you're ever gonna go to the Simmons household, I mean, I I, I can't stress this enough. E- eat something with a wrapper on it, please.
1: Dude, don't don't eat any of the baked goods. Have a snack before you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't be a diabetic.
3: <laughs> or don't don't be a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah warner brothers don't be a bitch warner music group don't be a bitch
2: yeah i again i've never i've never had sleep paralysis my brother has had it and i've heard him like wake up and scream and like fucking go nuts but i've had like i've had some some pretty terrible nightmares and shit some weird like when you go like uh every time i take nyquil i like i have like really violent awful dreams
0: mm, right it's
2: I don't know why. I think maybe because I'm going deeper into a sleep than I normally would, and then I got some stuff I got to work out when I get in there. But it's like, like ba- some bananas to where I'm waking up sweating, like screaming, and I'll run out of bed type of stuff.
4: No, they're like definitely triggers. Um, like I've never been in, uh, never had sleep paralysis when I'm, you know, drinking. Maybe because my brain is completely clonked out, you hmm. know, or blackout <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, you know, this live chat thing is awesome so i'll put that out there yeah we, we i are was live
3: to- so we got interaction right now and uh m- m- mrs omi is on uh, she's on one tonight i love it
1: yeah her. she's um she it's funny that she's calling you a pussy meanwhile her uh her facebook cover image is like me holding the baby like,
2: <laughs> in I a fucking baby her. bjorn yeah, yeah. Baby with, with a bjorn. fucking ponytail
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely it's that's pretty good i, I love her
3: now, can you remember any of the dreams that you were having like during these episodes, like when you were experiencing it? Was it like terrifying shit or was it like, can you even remember what
4: you were, you were having? I remember all of them. Most of them are just like the dream. I'm in a dream. Like it's just a normal kind of REM sleep kind of deal. Then all of a sudden the dream bottoms out, like kind of almost goes fisheye lens and you can feel it in sleep and then you feel it when you wake up. Like, it's like a very smooth transition. It's very strange. Like, I, the ones that I remember, and, and I discussed this on Dragging the Tables, one of them is when I was in college, the very first one that it was a dream that turned into sleep paralysis was um, I was in a cave, like, exploring, and there were all these minerals all over the place, like, super shiny shit, uh, and all of a sudden, in the dream, I could hear some weird, like, like eight-legged freak kind of shit, you know, like, ASMR cockroach leg sounds yeah yeah Ooh. um and it like felt like a straight up like john carpenter horror movie where you don't get to see the monster you just see bits and pieces like through the corner of your eye and i woke up and i tried to get up like i tried to sit up and i couldn't like i felt like there was this huge weight on my chest i couldn't move my arms it felt like i was like a, a hot dog like sizzling around and i could still hear the weird cockroach leg sound and see things in in the corner of my eyes. And that fucked me up like crazy. And I woke up, I finally woke up. I was trying to bite my tongue to wake up, kind of like pinching myself. And I finally woke up and I looked at the time and I had been asleep for maybe two minutes, five minutes. Wow. And the the most like, another traumatic one is uh, when I was at my old apartment and I straight up thought that my old apartment was haunted. It was like a pre-war, just walk up. Things would go missing. My cat would scream in random corners. And one night, I don't remember the dream specifically. I remember the paralysis episode because I woke up in in full paralysis. At this point, I'm like a veteran of just laying there and taking it.
2: Yeah, you're you're an OG (laughs) of fucking up sleep.
4: Yeah, getting fucked by the Sandman. I'm just taking it. I'm like, okay, it'll pass. Like, don't bite your shit. Don't do anything. It'll pass. Oh, actually, I missed the key point. Now I remember what happened, why I woke up. Because I was sleeping, but I didn't know I was sleeping. I thought I was spooning with my my girlfriend, now wife. And in the dream, I strangled her. Wow. Like, put her in a chokehold and strangled her. And that made me wake up. And I, like, it felt like I had jolted up and sat up, but I was still laying down. So maybe that could have been, like, a brief lapse in astral projection. Who knows? Um, or maybe it was just so
2: quick. Now we're fucking talking. I'm
4: telling you. Um, yes. And my cat was on my chest. <laughs> and his ass was in my face and he was staring into the corner like right there where my closet is and he's meowing at that corner and he typically doesn't meow in bed and i see this like weird shadow and i think it's just a shadow but it it looks like it's moving towards me and the cat's still meowing so at this point i don't know if it's real or not you know what i'm saying and i finally kicked out and i like i didn't sleep for the rest of the night i just like paced around in my apartment Cause that was the first time I ever experienced like a shadow man kind of scenario.
1: Actually, now that you mentioned that, I remember actually that the sleep paralysis thing I did experience one time actually. And I remember what happened uh, just as soon as you mentioned that. Cause it was like the the shadow figures kicked the memory off for me. You know, you've heard of the hag, the old lady, the old woman, the hag. Sometimes she's the one who comes and sits on your chest and makes you feel like you can't get up or whatever. Yeah. When she comes, I wake up. Sleep paralysis, right? So you're like, boom, but you can't, nothing can move. You can't move anything. Um, so I can, all I can do is just watch as this, the hag lady exits my my closet. There's like a closet kind of, you know, across the room, but it's real easy to see from where I'm at laying. And this hag exits the closet and she's got a raccoon under her arm. And she's got a ruler with the seven inches marked off on it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, oh fuck,
3: <laughs> you oh, fuck. motherfucker, dude.
1: That's who else is the king at laying there and taking it. You,
3: you motherfucker! I'm like riveted. I'm hanging on your every word, and I'm going, "Why the fuck does he accuse me of being full of shit?" And he had something. And the whole time, he's got me on the fucking line with this bullshit story. That raccoon went in my ass, dog. I hate. Shout you.
2: to Richard there. I them.
3: fucking hate you, Jason.
2: I'm real proud of you, Jay. Did anyone see me not paying ball attention? Ball because I knew the second I knew it wasn't going anywhere, I was and just I'm like,
4: on. "I'm like, oh. and then, <laughs> what, and then what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> <can hate> <laughs> How
1: far did it go in? Dude, the far enough. Thing, I hey, it was a dream. I woke up and I thought it was still in there. I had, I went, I had to go stand over my wife's mirror, the one that she usually gets dressed in. I had to lay it on the floor and squat over to this fucking mirror. I turned all the lights on. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm looking at my asshole for a fucking raccoon." What do you think? It's three a.m. What else am I gonna do?
2: Why else would I stand
1: over a mirror? I'm looking for the raccoon in my ass.
2: <laughs> that raccoon thinks that you're an old hickory tree.
4: I just had like one of those, um, and that's probably really sick that I'm having a, like actual images of it. But I would imagine you looking like one of those e-girls with those uh, those raccoon-tailed butt plugs. Oh, the fucking
1: the GIF ones. I wear, wear the stupid fact. ears and shit. That's how me and my wife make love on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> raccoon butt plug. Ever since that episode, she got me one for Father's Day. I was like, Hell yeah,
2: baby! The yeah, way but that you do it because of the that. fucking. You do it because of the Super Mario Brothers. So you don't have to run around with a flower <laughs> lighting a fucking torch like a weirdo.
1: Fucking Tanuki Mario shaking my shit, trying to fly around the apartment like a fat sack <laughs> of jib- shit. <laughs> fucking raccoon tail. That's the way that me and my wife make
3: love on Halloween, dude.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> me and my wife make love on Halloween. Yeah, with Hocus Pocus on in the background,
2: yeah, real fuck loud. Off, fuck dude. you and fuck Hocus Pocus, dog. <laughs> hey, fuck you. You gonna fucking defend Sarah uh, fucking, what's her name? Horseface? Sarah-
0: Sarah Sarah Jessica Jessica Parker? No. No. Sarah Jessica Parker.
2: Sarah Jessica Parker. The
0: other
1: Sarah Sarah with the three names. Yeah. Adam and I were separated at birth. I wanted to ask (laughs) you about sleep paralysis, if I may, uh, segue back into a more serious vein. Because I do wonder something about your personal interpretation of sleep paralysis. And that is, um, do you interpret that as something like real going on? Or do you think that that is maybe kind of an extension of the dream state? And that it's um, kind of an audiovisual hallucination versus uh, this the sleep paralysis state being like a veil being lifted and revealing something that's that's like there in in reality that's part of reality or hallucination.
4: I think it is your your real like daytime stress personified in dreams. But I like to answer your question. I I, I want to believe that like the things that I'm seeing are real. You know, I want to be like Fox Mulder and say like, hey, I have seen the devil in my closet kind of shit, right? But I honestly chalk it up to, you know, just stress, lack of sleep, and uh, just my sleep pattern disrupted. But then again, I have been reading a lot of like, black magic shit. And like, I'm reading this book right now called The Black Arts by Richard Kavanaugh, I think that's his name. And uh, recently, I've been having a lot of dreams. You know, I've had one really bad sleep paralysis, but I can't tell you guys that one.
1: Oh, OK. Way to tease that one.
4: But you I got DJ. It was going to be, DJ, gonna be his.
1: Uh, <laughs> God damn it, DJ.
2: You don't
4: understand. But Come on, man. Fucking Still DJ will
2: understand. He's yeah. our number one fan.
4: I know. Right? I think I think it's like, you know, it's kind of like the occult. Like, it's only as powerful as you want to believe in it. You know what I mean?
2: As I mean, as most things are.
4: Right. Right. And like, if, if I were. But that also, you know, I, I think, like, if I were to believe and try hard enough, I could probably astro project.
3: I've been trying. I've been trying.
2: I, look, I looked into it once, probably, like, seven years ago. And the girl I was dating at the time was real the fucking woo-woo crystals and shit like that. Uh, and that was before I was really into all of the stuff that I'm into now. She was like, yeah, don't do that. I know someone who got stuck astro projecting, and she's buried, but she's really alive. I was just like, dude, tell
3: that story right fucking now. What do you mean? mean?
2: I don't know the story. She just told me exactly that. How did somebody went to Astral Project?
3: How did you not say, Okay, tell me what the fuck happened? Lucy tried to go over there and got stuck,
2: bro. uh, Dude, I need to know. She tried to Astral Project. She went out and she never came back. So So either she's a fucking ghost. No.
4: Dude. I don't know, dude. What but, is your, your ex girlfriend's contact dude. information? I need to know this fucking story. Dude, now's the time though, because you're in quarantine, right? Like, uh, this is the time can... to reconnect with people, so.
1: Maybe Just... she can give you some of Bruce Willis's old underwear. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Wrong ex girlfriend. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate <laughs> it.
4: Uh, come Not on. Not that one.
2: Not that one <laughs> when that was in the can... woo woo fucking crystals and shit. Dude, how yeah, many times can Bruce you get this underwear? That. <laughs> His old underwear, too. It's like... No, it was brand new underwear, okay? They had tags on them and everything.
1: Why do you want it if he hasn't worn it? Why do you want it if he has worn it? Actually, I don't think there's any... I I mean,
2: obviously, it's weird enough that uh, an A-list celebrity would give someone a pair of brand new underwear but i think it's weirder that bruce willis is the type of person that has to give a gift when he meets somebody and he's also bruce willis it's not like he's yeah. jason almy trying to make everyone love him he's like uh uh, uh, i got you this yeah but it's bruce willis like people are just going to be like hey can i suck your dick you're bruce are you really willis about me showing up in in jersey bearing gifts no i i just uh you in everyday life like yeah. when you go get your coffee or whatever you're just like oh, I, I i found this here have it thank <laughs> you well, please yeah, br- so so please for me. the record bruce willis is that kind of guy i also have a bruce willis leather jacket and i also almost had bruce willis's uh golf clubs once
3: <laughs> weird flex i want to know about I, the fucking astral projection bitch i don't give a fuck about armageddon and them come on man
2: i'm trying to fucking get to it you should have said diehards Hard's. A, I mean, Die Hard Two is probably the best Bruce Willis movie besides Jumper. Shout I won't say Gummy.
3: I won't say Die Hard just because Jason lives in New Hampshire and he's living free and dying hard.
2: That was also one of the names of the movies, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for explaining that's the reference he
2: was making. Yeah. that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is the joke. Uh, yeah. So this chick fucking astral projected, and she didn't come back allegedly. And then she was buried and shit. And this girl that I was dating—what do you mean that... she was
3: buried? Like, so, like, she went like brain dead, and her family thought she was like she was a no. They thought or... she was
2: dead. Like, she was sitting down, like, and died.
3: I, I, I'm not, I, I'm having a hard time with this, man. You need to draw me a picture, hold my hand like a small
2: child. Okay, she sat down, crisscross applesauce in the middle of a fucking field, and then they found her later. And she told her close friends that she was going to go try an astral project. And she was so just and just that, sitting there like a
3: husk. She was just all like.
2: No, dude. You don't like fucking your guts. Don't imagine if you were a ghost, but you were fucking guts. You look like <laughs> fucking Krang from the Ninja Turtles.
1: Imagine. Imagine if you're. How if you're high are you?
2: I'm pretty fucking high, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. You've been hitting
1: that pen. Regardless, <laughs> if you leave your body. Right. Your spirit. And you go like wandering the Akashic records or whatever the fuck you do when you astral project. Your body is still alive. Right. Like your heart has to keep beating. Your lungs have to keep breathing. That reptilian part of your brain has to keep the basic functions of life alive. Otherwise, you would fucking die. Right. I mean, you don't want to come back to a corpse body 20 minutes later if you asphyxiate while you're astral projecting you're not gonna have a body to come back to so they find this broad sitting in a field and her heart is still beating she's still breathing but they just think she's catatonic She suffered some i kind don't know i had
2: absolutely i literally Dude. have no other recollection of the story i don't know what to tell you i never thought it was that important until it's right super now Super
4: fucking important adam come on drop the fucking ball on the goal line well, if, know, if she, did, was if she died was she definitely about. didn't come back then because like, right you have to be, like, your real-world body has to be alive. You're like, your heart has to be beating in order to facilitate you. So what you're saying is that maybe she
2: astral-projected died of a heart attack and couldn't come back. Or right. she died from one of the, wow, the hag-monster yeah. came
1: out and stuffed the raccoon around. I don't know what happened. I don't know. you're what.
4: supposed to be, like, like, the theory is that you're supposed to be, well, someone who like is uh, i forgot who said this but you there's supposed to be like a tether like you still have a bond between you and your body like your physical body so if the body dies you are just floating around in in you know whatever that other world is like the i don't know what through. it's even called The anymore. fifth dimension but no it's it's a, it's not like a i don't even
1: it's like that Nicole Kidman film, The Others, or whatever it was.
4: Oh,
3: you mean the fucking uh, Deep Impact version of uh, The Sixth Sense? Oh, they were ghosts yeah. the whole time. <laughs> that hasn't been done before.
1: Okay. Yeah, Chris.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was, that was a question, motherfucker.
1: Now add that to the list of films that Chris doesn't like. Yeah, whatever. He
2: likes Sonic the Hedgehog, but nothing else. I mean, look, he's got a very discerning palate. Discerning. Yeah. <laughs> He's turning his fuck dog. Did
3: you guys ever watch that Netflix show? Glamouration. What show? Lock and Key. They were shoving keys in the back of their head and shit. Yeah, that was one of the keys. They they could put the key in the back of their head and then their spirit would come out and their human or like their body would like appear to be dead or whatever. But they could go travel around and then they come back and then fucking like like come back to life and shit. And the one dude, remember, he got stuck. He went through that door and they fucking locked the door before his shit could come back to the body. So he was like sitting there looking at his body and the paramedics were. Him away and all that spoiler alert. And and then he was fucking stuck, dude. That's what I thought about when you were telling that shit.
1: Yeah, like, but I think the body has to stay alive because the thing about dying is like the longer you're dead, you're not alive anymore. Well, yeah, the 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 (laughs) Dr. Jason me, ladies and gentlemen. The ones in your brain need fucking oxygen, is what I'm trying to tell you, Chris. What's the you need fucking oxygen? So if I leave my brain for 20 minutes to go explore the fucking mountains of Tibet, do
3: you though? i mean like you're, yeah you're,
1: you're, yeah no, need no 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 Put no, no. back over your goddamn head tonight and then figure out if you need fucking oxygen or not sucker
4: i mean that's like the the easy way to to astro project i think but yeah I, who knows where you're gonna end up erotic, and just like see what
2: happens oh, that's, that's I mean, right and now we're getting back to pornhub guys go to pornhub.com slash creatures and
1: uh, <laughs> enter promo code creatures <laughs> So this minutes. was
2: just one long promo, uh, one fucking promo for uh, Pornhub. Um, you guys, you were talking to DJ on Dragon the Table about dreaming, and he said that he dreams in the third person, and yeah. you thought that that was weird. That is weird, by the way. Uh, I dream in the third person.
1: Okay, you're weird. We knew you were weird.
4: Because I wonder what that means. Like, Yeah, I don't
2: self, know.
4: Is it like a self-conscious thing, or uh, could it be like a narcissistic thing? I'm, I'm not like, really sure.
1: I'd like to float a hypothesis. Have you ever heard of the, um, the twin that you like absorb? Like you have it. Yeah. So what if it's like the parasitic twin, whatever they have a a technical term for it. It's not something I've studied in college. So whatever, (laughs) but at any rate, what if no, 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 get this though. What if DJ had the twin and he absorbed the twin? And when he dreams, the twin is like, he's third person because he's, viewing from that ghost twins perspective
2: like he's out of the body because he's so been, like for he's like me for me it's sometimes it goes back and forth kind of like when you're playing like say you're playing like whatever adventure game and you can go third person so you can see around better and you could see everything that's going on and then sometimes you need to be in first person that's how my dreams are they go back and forth between oh, the snap
3: two back and forth
2: not, not like at will but it depends on the different parts or the different types of dreams or stuff like that no shit. um yeah it's it's real weird man i mean i guess it's normal as fuck for me but it's apparently it's weird yeah that's not normal
1: for me i've never had a third person dream where i was like watching myself or outside of my own body i'm always kind of inhabiting my myself
3: yeah right well, I mean, I guess there might be different styles. I mean, it depends on the person, right?
4: Yeah, it's like Fair. it depends on who's directing the dream. Right. Yeah, that, I, I yeah I'm with. I'm with it. I'm following you. Uh,
2: yeah, I think Chris, that stuff is okay, super go.
4: weird.
2: Sorry. No, 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 you're good, dude. ahead. It is weird. Like, I mean, when you I told it, me
4: that I've never heard of uh, that third person dreaming before. Yeah.
2: I thought everyone did it until DJ said something and I was like, "Oh, am I the only one?" <laughs> <laughs> you know?
4: You've
3: never
2: asked. Uh, but but it's never been like Actually I can't say that because I've had nightmares that were in third person as well. Like that sometimes creepy. Yeah, it's weird cuz sometimes it'll be like uh my POV, right? Say I was having like um, a recollection of some dream I had once when I was practicing um what's it called? When you dream Contra. in No, lucid. Lucid dreaming. I was practicing lucid dreaming. Uh, And I ended up having some sort of nightmare while I was doing it, and I ended up getting out of the nightmare. But hold on, hold on,
3: hold on, hold on. on, on. You were lucid dreaming, meaning that you were taking control of your dreaming and you had a nightmare? What kind of
2: masochistic son of a bitch are you, dude? No. Okay, so I I found myself in a nightmare in the middle of a dream, and I was just like, oh, I'm dreaming. This is impossible. Let me see if I can, uh, uh, like, change around um, me yeah. and see if i can change it up and then i ended up doing it and i was just like oh wait this is a dream i could fly and i went Pew! and it fucking flew off and then went somewhere to the fucking boob with- island or wherever i was dreaming <laughs> i want my fucking money back with
1: the lucid dreaming Why? okay i got a fucking problem with lucid lucid dreaming because it Who did sounds you awesome Who did you when pay? you start talking about it I have lucid dreamed before, of course. There's been a few times that I've realized I'm in a dream, um, especially if it's like a nightmare sort of. I realize, oh, I'm just having a dream. Like This isn't a big deal. Like I can control this shit. Um, and in fact, one time kind of recently, but even after I realize I'm in a dream, I'm just dreaming, whatever. It's cool. I could probably fly right now, and I try to take off, and it's fucking nothing. It's fucking. I'm like, All right,
4: let's it's fucking Because
2: It's on. because you got too many big words and fucking doctorate degrees in that brain, dog. Dude, you just got to I mean, try harder yeah I, you know you would say that but i'm you got to start up. thinking in a different direction
1: i I got to think in a different direction
2: like, but I'm hey, thinking, this, up, but this dream this dream i was uh i was in my pov i was in like some room it was like a light blue room and they had a, a table in the middle of the room and i heard gunshots outside and someone was just like oh no it's isis i was like <laughs> yo oh no i don't want to fuck with isis <laughs> is this because your brother had
3: alex jones blasting in the kitchen and like it was no dude this was like, this was years in? ago
2: no this was years ago okay this is well before a fucking psychopath moved in with me uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm dreaming and i'm like oh no isis and they're like they're coming for the guns and i was like oh shit we can defend ourselves against isis tim kennedy bitch let's freedom and let's freedom. i dove, <laughs> and i flip the table up and i'm i'm fucking scared shitless right so they throw in some fucking smoke bomb and some dude picks it up and throws it back or whatever. And then immediately after that, it turned into fucking third person. Like it was here. And then the perspective was like on the side, like it would be in like a movie, it was like a standoff or like hmm. we were here and the uh, ISIS was here and they were coming this way or whatever. It was real fucking weird, dude. But then I realized that it was a dream. And then I fucking I was just like, yo, all I got to do is get a fucking bazooka. And then I turned into fucking Iron Man and I zipped off. Wait, but when does you know, the nightmare
4: kick in? Because like so far, all this sounds awesome.
2: Well, no, it was a nightmare because I was like running for my life, and I didn't know why. And then I got up this staircase, and it was a dead end. And then you know, I was like, "Fucking!" Someone was like, "It's ISIS," and I was like, "Oh no, wait, why would ISIS be chasing me? I I don't understand." Oh, this is a dream. maybe because you're an infidel. I mean, I'm born American. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a f- I don't give a fuck
1: because you love women that aren't clean. How about that? Fucking eat pork and shit.
2: Jesus. Mm-hmm. I like when chicks aren't dressed like beekeepers. Yeah. And you eat sweaty ass. I I'm pretty do. sure that's not halal dog. I mean, it depends. Fucking so John. I do want you, falafel.
3: John, do you have any thoughts on like dreaming in and of itself? Like what it is like to you? Is it just, is it, like, I kind of piggybacking on what Jason asked you earlier.
4: Like, do you think that it's something subconscious or, or is it more real? It's a little bit of both. Like you're taking things from like your physical life. And bringing it into a realm that is like complete fantasy, because it's put it this way: you're bringing reality into imagination and making it your own movie in a way, because you are directing it, even though you don't know you are. Um, but you're you're subtly directing your own movie in your dreams. Mm.
3: Okay. My my, I I don't know. Like my take on this is like I'm trying to. I'm really trying to analyze what it what's happening when we're asleep because I don't dream regularly. I don't dream every night. I don't probably dream every week, you know, but like I'll have that one and then it, it it feels like I've said it before like I feel like I'm almost like jumping realities, you know, because my dreams always start with me doing like like this kind of thing, you know, like I I'm like oh shit, like I'm here and then I go off to what I'm doing. And I always yeah. I always encounter
2: every single dream it starts like that
3: anymore yeah
2: that's fucking one right, you're, fucking dude, you're going you're going to different dimensions continue i'm sorry
3: well like and you, you are know, you're I've,
2: just you're not dreaming you're you're an interdimensional time traveler i'm a
3: whole ass I'm, oa dude i am i, I and I, I know you gotta to
2: fucking relax with that oa i
3: know you hate you hate that and <laughs> shit but I'm, I'm fucking doing it dog i i've told this story numerous times but like i've 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 had this interaction with like alternate reality Jason Almey like I have this yeah, dream and like him and I are together and like I'm explaining to him in my perspective like hey I'm not from here I'm from yeah. you know I'm from another world and he's like shut the fuck up you know da, da, da. another me
1: doesn't believe you for shit
3: no 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 <laughs> I've had it with you I've had it with Dutch I, I've I've woke up and I, I like tried to find her I last so, night I had one with Adam
2: question, question it, for you Chris hold on no shut up
3: It, it wasn't it <laughs> wasn't nothing other than look this has was,
2: happened more than one time <laughs>
3: It was your house, your current house with the porch and everything. And yeah, yeah. we're sitting chilling on your porch and I walk down those steps and I turn around and correct me if I'm wrong, but is there like lattice along the sides of your steps to yeah. where like your porch is raised yeah. up and it's kind of like yeah. that's see I could see between there and I saw like these gnarly ass fucking spiders, right? Like, not like little spiders, but they were like fucking like the size of small cats, like to where you could see like hairs and big ass eyes. It looked like a whole whole ass fucking like hobbit Lord of the Rings scenario and shit. And I was freaking out and you're like, no, 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 dude, it's cool, man. Like, don't worry about the fucking spiders. And I'm like, no, look at those fucking things. They look like little lobsters walking around, man. And you were like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. And I kept walking over there trying to like swat at them and shit. And you're like, dude, dude, leave the fucking spiders alone. And then I woke up like with no explanation. Okay, so
2: you know what you were doing? That was a reenactment of that time where you allegedly had a cookie and I was trying to (laughs) talk you off of a fucking ledge and the spiders were the fucking interdimensional beings (laughs) that were fucking ravaging your brain. We're talking about
1: man. Ziggy Stardust try to tell us about them.
2: Because it happened at my house.
3: (laughs) You're probably right.
1: Yeah. I don't know, but, the, but I
3: did it with Jason Almy, and we were, like, in fucking Georgia. And, and I mean, he's from Georgia, but I've never been to Georgia Damn with Jason right. Almy. You know, like, it was, like, just a little Go different, dogs. you know? Like, it, I did it with Dutch, and, like, I feel like we were in, like, California somewhere.
1: I wanted you know, to ask like, you about that, Chris. If you bone alternate reality Dutchie, does that count as cheating? Because it's Dutchy, but then it's also not the same Dutchie you're married to. So I kind of feel like that's cheating a little bit
3: nah she didn't want nothing to do with me dude I went to look her up and she was all fucking hooked up with some other guy and I woke up mad at her dude like that stereotypical fucking like mad girlfriend thing like oh my god you had a dream you cheated on me I woke up and I was like what the fuck I travel realities I jumped to earth fucking sidestep and shit and the first thing I do is go look for you and you're with somebody else fuck off
2: so what was the second thing that you did I woke up pissed (laughs) damn I would have been like ah fuck All right. I guess I'm going to California to do peyote in the stream. Oh, I'm going to ex- go do ex- ex- for this brother Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You should have just looked us up, dude. Yeah, right. Like, I never have
3: control, though. That's the thing. I never have control. I feel like I'm watching uh, a, a movie through my eyes, you know, okay. like, through
2: your own eyes.
1: Yeah. So John, John just described the um, the dreaming process as like you're directing your own movie. Your subconscious is the director who's kind of producing this experience. And um, so that makes me wonder, like the movie thing. To me, that's a uh, very good analogy for something that is actually an audiovisual hallucination. Like I'm dreaming, my brain is is making all this stuff up, these scenarios, the stuff that I that I encounter and do in my dream. Um, but that's definitely like that's all happening inside my head. So I guess this question for you, John, to wrap you back into this conversation
2: because it's been silly <laughs> as fuck the last couple of minutes. But yeah, dude, we've just been, sorry this no, it's been a
4: totally while enjoying that it's, been a, it, it's been a while since well, we've gotten together too, man
1: so <laughs> yeah. my question for you is are you a strict physicalist where where it's kind of like a monistic belief in the things that we can empirically test we can interact with matter with energies and and that's the stuff that exists or do you uh do you have a belief in like a dualism in in maybe something that's outside of the realm of like uh empirical empirical testability the things like souls and heavens and astral projection and stuff do you do you hold a belief in that type of thing or are you more of a like this is your mind at work
4: right i'm gonna give you a kind of a long answer because i'm actually trying to figure that out right now so aren't we all um (laughs) up until this year i was really like a very strict atheist like I really didn't believe like there was a you know man upstairs man downstairs even though the man downstairs is pretty fucking cool looking (laughs) um but like this year something clicked I don't know what it was but I guess maybe it's just wanting to believe in something Mm -hmm. I started thinking about you know where do we go after you know we leave our meat sacks and return to the earth and started dabbling in like esoteric knowledge and the occult and better understanding of like the idea of Satan because and I don't mean to get all like you
2: know just do it just fucking do it yeah, right? I, mean, I feel like I, I, I bring it like, no.
4: get however you want to get myself on DJ show and I I know he was like pushing my buttons to go that way because on my previous on my old podcast I would just do that on the fly
2: right yeah, yeah.
4: but I was like Don't be that guy, John. Don't do it. And then like eight, five minutes in, he's like, so what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, (laughs) this is your, this is the space to do that. This is a free space. Trust me. We'll defend you until the fucking end of our lives. Like we're down. You're in a safe place. So we're we're fucking um, down.
4: For a long time, I was really like anti-God. Like I just did not like God. I didn't like what he stood for. I didn't like, you know, uh, his followers, you know. And I wanted to, like, dig deeper and figure out why I feel that way. And short answer is, human beings are the reason why the name of God is soiled, you know? Like, it's almost like we've weaponized God and we... Also to
2: see every war ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Crusades.
4: <laughs> I wish this was on speaker so my wife could hear that because we got into a long argument about that. And I was also wondering, like, why? why is, you know, Western— christianity so against satan because once upon a time he was an angel you know he just disagreed with god and um and what yeah, he stood for right and um we can get into that later of powers to be kind of shit and uh kind of falling in line because that's how i see religion is just falling in line blind leadership kind of shit but sorry i, I just was, had a
2: really high thought i know I that saw i just look stoned were, like, looking up there like, yeah yeah i sorry i was just thinking about <laughs> that if hell is bad and satan is he isn't he supposed to be a good guy if he runs hell you well, know if you run hell and you punish because him like for fuck with god then you're kind of doing his job right you're right kinda- exactly so why wouldn't he be a good guy in the eyes of god i don't understand sorry sorry i have i have some issues with um with religion but i'm just stoned don't worry about me
4: it's all good. This is your yeah. show.
2: <laughs> no, trust me, it's not. You can do whatever um, the fuck you want. Yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> fucking higher than the Starship Enterprise right now, dude. Sorry, but yeah. yeah so I anyway, to, I was trying Sorry. to like
4: figure this out in my head, and um, also trying to understand like both sides. Like, I don't think God innately is bad. I just think that in the hands of man, it's kind of lost its way. Because you always hear about like God fearing. Like, why do I gotta fear this dude if he's so fucking nice? You right. know, and also, that dude, he's the right.
2: Dan, he's the Dan Balzerian of the sky. He's throwing the party where everyone's exactly. happy. You know what I mean? Right. As,
1: as a young Catholic, because I came up Catholic, I used to wonder why that statement was like, why? Why do they say God fearing? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, There's just
4: so many contradictions, because like, if, you know, God has a plan for you, then what the fuck is the point of praying? Because it's going to happen. Bro, talk that, that shit. Yeah. Look,
1: maybe he will change his plan. Look, I might want to feed my daughter a cheese stick, but if she wants yogurt, hey, maybe if she makes a good case for why yeah. she should have yogurt, all right. Here's the yogurt, honey, you know? All right. So here's another thought, too. If
2: God, uh, has made I just want to point out that me, Jason Almey just called himself God. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I yeah, didn't. I,
1: mean, I, I called myself dad, which is sort of similar. I mean, I created a life with my dick.
2: <laughs> well, I mean,
4: technically, you are God. And the God help of science. Image of Relax. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Don't give Chris a heart attack on the fucking... I don't want everybody on Facebook to watch this man die, okay? The
0: help of science.
1: (laughs) My dick is named weird science,
2: assholes. I named my cock weird science.
3: I like it. I I like it.
4: I like it.
2: Uh, Yeah, so heaven heaven and hell, God (laughs) praying. I'm sorry. Continue.
4: Oh, But like that totally makes um, what I was saying and what... Jason was saying is I was basically saying the same thing. Like if Jason's calling himself God, technically he is because if God is created in our image, us in him, you know, like praise aren't going to do it for me if I'm God. Like I'll take a blowy and maybe change the course of your destiny or whatever you call it.
2: He's an omnipotent God, but he's a fair God.
4: Yeah. You know, rewards. It's right. a reward system, but I was just looking into why Bible bashers want to create like a, an enemy to reinforce their own God. And that enemy is Satan. Yeah. And if you look into like Luciferianism or Satanism, Satanism. Um, it's actually a pretty like, it's a pretty <laughs> autonomous, like equal kind of uh, deal. And it's not like all, it's not bad at all. If you're doing the things that make you happy and you're not hurting anyone, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, live your fucking life deliciously.
1: Well, as long right. as you're not coveting your neighbor's oxen, okay? Because if you covet your <laughs> neighbor's oxen, I got a fucking problem with that, all right? You son you of a, a bitch, if fuck. you
3: wear two types of cloth, I'm, I got a bone to pick with you.
1: Don't even talk to me about eating crustace- crustaceans on Saturday or flipping on a light switch on Saturday. If you turn your oven on on a goddamn Saturday, I'm fucking coming down there and you ain't get another flood How up. How dare here.
2: you
4: on the I'm, Shabbos? I'm
2: left-handed, so I'm I'm fucked. Wait, so what That's was right. the original
4: question before I went on that whole thing? like rant
2: it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, how many pots is adam smoking i think <laughs> all of the pots i'm smoking pots? all the drugs <laughs> uh i mean i in a half a bottle of wine and a cup of coffee i'm in perfect creatures mode right now god oh, damn, damn that is so mad to drink half a bottle of
1: wine to fucking get ready for a podcast
3: the chemical yeah, balance does
2: man that. and coffee. Yeah, I, I, I had to keep. I got to keep up with Chris. I know he's going to be here and he's going to drink some fucking. I've are, crazy I've had beer. my
3: coffee, my two beers, and now I'm on a Mountain Dew. So I mean, I'm working the levels myself. You know,
2: fantastic. He's
1: dialing it in. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> so I think. I... One question that I think you were answering for, for us was we were talking about like the the um, the religion, the higher power type of thing. I think we were talking about a few of that. And I look, I feel you when you say that. that
4: oh, no, sorry. You were asking me if I believe in souls. And I, I was soul know, actually,
1: not necessarily souls specifically, but just like
4: duality and stuff like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, monism, physicalism versus, which is kind of like the strict science, like the strict uh, chemistry, biology, the really strict physics stuff that we can measure versus things that we could, we can't measure currently, at least things like a soul or like an, you know, after death, life after death type of
4: experience or, or any, anything that's not, you know, measurable empirically. So through that soul searching thing, I kind of like thought like, maybe there is something out there. Maybe there is like a higher power or there is somewhere where you go and there, when you die. And um, I think after I realized that, like I opened, I became more open-minded to certain mm. things, yeah. um, you know, and the, for the things that you can't explain within yourself, like technically that's magic, right? Because who's going to explain? You're not a, uh, well, you are a scientist, right? you
2: have a master's degree <laughs> I'm, working. Um, I'm not don't remind same. us
4: <laughs> fucking film study okay let's not get too excited
2: yeah We're relax dude he work. collects dvds it's not like
1: you cocksucker that's one of my degrees i got more degrees than you got testicles you piece of shit
2: i have three testicles go off
1: i got more degrees than you have testicles son of a bitch
2: true Yeah. (laughs) so lord jason dr almy esquire the third oh i'm sorry dr lord jason almy esquire the third
1: dr spachemin tonight okay that's a fucking solid name dude you sound like a urologist dr spachemin yeah i'm fucking i'm gonna get all three of these in your ass and examine your prostate (laughs) well fucking threaten me with a good time tip of my dick i come at the end there's a fucking tip jar all
2: right
4: break out the raccoon bro
1: that (laughs) raccoon coming
2: and the mirror a
4: special shake that bear
2: (laughs) nurse raccoon so i wanted to take the opportunity to mention not go into the uh the story of the peyote but the effects of it i was actively dreaming while i was awake i was stuck in a perpetual state of deja vu i thought that everything that was happening your dog yeah essentially i was like that motherfucker from uh uh, whatever movie that was. Um,
1: Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. It's my top three. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why'd you sniff the mic like that, I thought that, you had a DVD collection. That's in your I have three. one on
1: VHS and LaserDisc.
2: I've got the butterfly. Wait a minute. You have a butterfly book. effect on
1: LaserDisc? Are the fucking laser disc? You motherfucking I laser disc,
2: cocksucker.
1: Just so I can fucking play that. I got a 32 inch CRT TV because it's the only thing my laser disc player
2: will hook up to just
1: so I can watch <laughs> fucking Ashton Kutcher in full 780p.
2: Suck my fucking dick. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love you as a person, but you are also the most aggravating human I've ever met in my life. I think Christmas that is the most on brand thing of all time. I that's unbelievable. I mean, it is super believable knowing you, but like, <laughs> are you the only one? Question B, how do you feel about being the only one that has a copy of Butterfly Effect on DVD? I feel great. I feel fucking amazing DVD. about it. I mean, I'm sorry, really on, laser on, on Laser Disc, on Laserdisc, on Laser Disc. Disc, on laser Disc.
1: Like, I feel amazing about it. It's it's bigger than a fucking frisbee, this fucking thing. It's like Captain America's shield. I feel like I'm fucking an Avenger when I'm popping this thing into the laser disc player.
4: How many it's times like do you pounds. watch it? It's incredible. <laughs> no, hold on. But laser discs, though, are low-key. like They're amazing. Because basically yeah. you, you have a whole movie and you have an intermission because you got to flip that thing yeah. 30 minutes in.
1: What do you think, Schindler's List is the only movie that gets an intermission? Guess what, bitch? Butterfly Effect. We get an intermission. Go get some more fucking popcorn, cocksucker.
3: It's perfect for Jason because he can't make it through a whole movie without getting up and going to the bathroom. He's old. He's got to take a break. He's got to stretch his legs.
1: You're older than me, you piece of shit.
3: Hey, allegedly, says you
1: allegedly <laughs> you take one edible and you think you're
2: fucking 27 again Jeez.
3: i am i'm reborn dude i'm benjamin Button. he is Thanks yeah to the adam he's fucking simmons
2: reborn effect. now after the fucking you like you like the, the butterfly
3: effect i'm on the adam simmons effect okay i'm seeing ripples and shit in my reality uh, i know what bobby time it is it
2: wasn't even me it was bobby moore and fucking bobby light
3: damn you put that on bobby Moore.
2: i mean it is it was i mean let's be real here i mean we all had a hand in it but the main perpetrators here were the fucking roberts the roberts um, <laughs> gotta look out for the roberts yeah i mean almy showed up with a whole bunch of candy but that's been here and there now then i'm not again riley i'm sorry to batter you with the fucking story i'm not going to go into it but do you think that there is that were you experiencing or um uh, experimenting with any drugs while you were having these episodes do you, uh the do you think that there's a tie in between maybe like you took acid or you like got wrecked on mushrooms one night or accidentally smoked peyote do you think that there was a tie between uh, any sort of drug use and the uh, sleep terror episodes that you're having? Or oh, paralysis, rather? To me? Yeah.
4: Oh, I had no idea. I zoned out.
2: Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to creatures of the okay, okay. dog. You fit right the fuck <laughs> in. Yeah. So you getting fucked up on drugs while you're in college? Do you think that? Yeah, you know what? Look, you have an excuse. You just took an ear battering from fucking Jason Almy. Not many people can stand after that. Um,
4: <laughs> okay, I think I got the gist of your, your your question. Did my college experience doing drugs? Do I think it affect affected my dream cycles? Was
2: yeah, that the well, question like, basically? Ad- yeah, adversely. And do you think that there was any correlation between your sleep paralysis and drug use?
4: Not really because I didn't really do like that many drugs, you know, a little bit of molly, some acid Nerd. shrooms kind of shit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit of heroin. A, yeah.
4: yeah a
1: little Keep bit, it, you know, of
2: nor- normal stuff. Little,
4: yeah, a little cracker barrel, a little some of this, a little some of that. But I don't think it really affected the dreams that much because like I said before, when I would get drunk, my dreams were fine I, or I had no dreams at all. And even when I was smoking weed in college, I'd never had any dreams like, I'm, I smoke CBD now, and um, I haven't had a single dream. It's weird. Mm. It's, like, That's typically crazy. when I'm, like, completely sober, lucid, like, in the daytime, and when I just go to bed normally, the uh, kind of shit just pops off. And I kind of prefer it that way, you know? Mm. Because I was going to, somewhere in, in, in our conversation, I was also going to say, like, with dreams, I think it's about how open-minded you are, right? And if you have to take a uh, POD or, like, some sort of you know, DMT or whatever to like open those doors. Maybe that person just isn't ready to open their mind up to like the possibilities of what's out there. Uh, maybe I'm just a more open-minded person that want that wants to be, you know, Han Solo going through the universe, trying to find out what's up, you know, hmm.
1: do you do anything like meditate? I'm not drug related, but hopping over to like the more holistic methods of uh, introspection and possibly even exploring the universe cosmically. Um, meditation, tantra, uh, yoga. I mean, any practices that are kind of part of your regimen for either health or for spiritual purposes,
4: health. <laughs> I've <laughs> just like killed maybe like seven beers in this, uh, one hour. I, right, I hit so seven beers in 30 minutes.
1: The second hour of this program is going to be an intervention. <laughs> for you. But right now we're still talking conspiracy shit.
4: No, I've always wanted to get into the meditation stuff. Really. Uh, Like, at least, like, now that I've been reading all this, like, occult shit and mystic magic shit, I do want to learn about, like, uh, meditation and the benefits of yoga just because, like – so, like, the end goal of all this reading, right, is to make me a better person. That's, like, that's what my discovery uh, or journey is. That's the big adventure. So, I take my – like, if I were to, say, like, do my dreams benefit um, or help me in that journey, I'd say – Yes, because it makes sometimes it makes what I'm reading real. Hmm. Does that all make sense
1: to Adam Simmons? Absolutely not. To the rest no. of them, Yeah. yes. No. <laughs> I mean, he gets uh, it. When I was talking you about Satan,
4: it? he was really yeah. like he was like, "Holy shit!" Dude, he
1: popped like seventeen
2: boners. Over. I get it. I get, okay, look, dude, I know. I'm sorry. I like Black Sabbath. Relax. Yeah. Have you ever done like um? He bit the off a bat. I'm I'm patient zero for coronavirus. Have you ever done like the isolation chambers, the flow tanks?
4: i really want to do that
2: dude um, i i highly recommend it i used to do it pretty frequently um and then now, now i can't but um i like lo- i recommend it to everyone it's definitely it's, especially if you're getting into like the meditation and the you know mental clarity yeah. got right, right, right,
1: I I you the best father's day gift ever i thought she got me a float tank she got me a float tank here's a smoker <coughs> fuck
4: god damn it. i mean it's funny you when say you get that, dude. He, when you hit up when you get into those like later years having like time alone is the best father's gift right i yeah my, i definitely. don't own a, i don't own a lawn but i figured that's why so many dads like mowing the lawn yeah
3: i, f- I fucking hate mowing the lawn but i know for father's day too. it's funny you say that because dutch got me a membership to tampa floats so i get like monthly floats now and i get to go on a regular basis and i'm fucking stoked.
2: Man. fuck yeah dutch Oh shit dutch, yeah. fucking dutchy <laughs>
4: damn going on their wife of the year right there yeah that
2: is that's fucking wife of the year yeah shit damn dog my experiences in the float tank have
3: far outweighed anything that i have ever experienced chemically and and i mean take that however you want you know like you know like you said you got to be in the right frame of mind and i mean like everybody knows like i want this shit to fucking be real so like i go in there with the intention of like dr strange and myself into the center of the universe and it fucking happens I mean, like, I don't know, maybe that's just, you know, me giving myself what I want for an hour because that's what it's about. You know, you're alone without your senses, but I mean, like call it whatever you want. I mean, like the nature of reality is what's, what's happening to you. So, I mean, like you might not think it's real, but it's happening in your fucking mind. So it's real. You
2: know, I'll tell you what uh, you set an attention before you go in there and it works because there are some times where I'm like. I really need to, like, declutter my brain and itemize everything that's going on. I really have to focus on cleaning up my schedule and, like, just, like, you know, tidying up in my life. And I go in and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. This is this, this is this. And then there are other times where it's like, hey, man, I want to, like, really kind of dig deep and, like, you know, go through the forest, find the cave and fight the fucking dragon. Mm. Like.
4: Well, that makes sense, though, because, like, if you're, if you're paying paper money to go into an isolation tank, right, and have, like, you time, Like the, like isolation tank is pure you time where you get to work out your own demons and like really just sit down and think. And like, that's really hard these days. Like every second there's some sort of distraction going on, right? Like there's some sort of stimulus going on. But in isolation tank, it's like pure darkness, right? You're just Mm -hmm. floating. You are, you are basically, you get to experience being nothing. And like I do. And that's the thing that I do want to experience. Like it's ego death almost. Yeah. You're just nothing. oh trust
2: me you take a big enough fucking edible and you go on one of those things you'll have a fucking ego death you don't talk about going through the forest and fighting fucking dragons and shit that's like
4: (laughs) i can only imagine so so that means how many times have you done it
2: oh i i was a frequent floater like we yeah yeah we even uh did an episode on simmons and Moore. uh probably episode 89 or something like that um forever ago but It was in a float. Like we went to the float studio. We all floated. We came out and then we did a podcast. Um, I'm a huge advocate for it. I love that shit. I do want to try Um, it, but like,
4: part of me is afraid of what I'm gonna find out.
2: Oh no. Okay, so let me clarify. When I was saying going through the forest, finding a cave and fighting a dragon, I mean like fighting demons. Yeah, like my demons, like the dark fucking corners of my brain. Like I got to get in those caves and you know get to the treasure at the end. Because like i suffer with anxiety and like you know
4: that's actually my the main reason why i don't want to do it
2: you dude I'm you have you but you have because you ha- you have to do it you're already experiencing it yeah, you're already fighting those demons every single day right. you just have to go and just fucking do it
4: i guess i need to practice what i preach on my instagram posts about like do something that frightens you every day yeah
2: dude you have to you do, um what is it called uh salto mortale the dangerous leap is it's there's an italian quote about taking the dangerous leap and it's like you just have to do it like what else is there right burn burn your ships and fucking go just send it so
3: i I can only imagine going in on an edible like you said because like for me my my experience the first 10 to 15 minutes is like freak out time like it's like all i'm trying to do is control my heartbeat. Cause I'm freaking the fuck out. Like my heart's yeah. beating out of my chest. My my breathing's all erratic and shit. And then when that you can finally quiet down your breathing. Like that's that's when like I, I I said it on our episode about the float. You know like my first experience. Like it was like the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon album. Like it starts with a fucking heartbeat. Like all you can just hear is that fucking heartbeat. And then it just goes away. And then you just like dissolve into the fucking center of reality. And I understand how that fucking sounds. But there's no other way to describe it, dude. Like I felt like I was going down. A whirlpool, and I was riding along the side of the water, dude. And like, I, maybe that's because you have no sense and you feel like you're spinning. But like, yeah. I legit—I always feel like I'm
2: spinning around when I'm in that thing, dude.
3: Yeah. I was going down the drain, and then like, I—I I, I came out, and that's I that's just us, your
2: equilibrium trying to figure out what's going on.
3: Well, I came out and I told Dutch, I'm like, did you see anything? And she's like, no, fuck no. I was like doing flips and shit, dude. I was trying bro, to fucking float and spin bro, around. Bro, I did.
2: I, yeah, I did it with Bobby Moore. And I was like, yo, what was your experience like? He was like, man, I was in there doing push-ups." I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you? What, what? He's like, oh, I was just relaxing. I had the lights on. I was just chilling. I thought that was nice. The only thing that she took away from it was that her breasts were cold
3: because they didn't go <laughs> underwater. And I was like, "So for an hour, you just sat there thinking about your cold ass fucking nipples, like, dude, I'm well, like seeing like- aliens looking at me and shit." And you're like, "My titties are cold."
4: Well, like that's like yeah. maybe like she had a like a guard up because that's what meditation is. You focus on one like some meditation, you focus on one part of your body, and if that's like. I could see how titties are cold, you, you know, <laughs> distracted from the experience. Yeah, you should no. get your money you should get your wife's money back. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't think she was in the right frame of mind could, you, ima- could you imagine though if you entered you exited the chamber and you were like, my wife's titties were cold. Give me my fucking Give me money, my back. money back. <laughs> I don't think the guy at the counter would have put up any much of a fight. Wa- you couldn't have taken like more of the salt out so her titties would be submerged yeah. at least. Like, but your wife like got some big ass titties.
1: <laughs> sir i'm so sorry we did not plan appropriately for your wife's giant <laughs>
0: so
1: you know, Look, we titty understand titty that this is, is tampa
2: titty. florida usa titty capital of the planet but we had, <laughs> we uh, had uh, her, uh, uh, two my, rings
1: we were not even prepared for the titties on your wife i'm so sorry sir here's your money back please tell her the, the next float is on us and we will absolutely get the water
2: right next time
3: I'm 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 super excited to go up there man like that was the best father's day gift
4: ever
2: that's, yeah, that's a killer yeah. gift. Yeah, but dude, I, cause I've done meditation and yoga. I've kind of like been on this, like, th- this little journey part. I'm like a year and a half into that. That's why I look like a fucking weirdo and I'm wearing basketball shorts all the time. But, uh, hitting the float tanks and like, you know, smoking weed and like meditating and like doing yoga and stuff like that, it's, it's so good for you. And it, like, cause I had problems with my sleep. I had problems with anxiety and shit. It's like, Dude, you have to and it sucks that you got to be like a a little bit of a fucking weirdo sometimes like, oh, I'm going to go to yoga and wear these fucking tights and fucking hang out with Karens all day. But if you want to be right, if you want to get all your shit in one fucking place, it's uh yeah. You should do it, dude.
3: I never thought I would be the guy to embrace that shit. And I've done it over the last year. And Dutch has told me that I've become a nicer person. It's like you've, I can see the change in you. Like, since you've started this, like, call it what you want. You believe in a lot of crazy shit now. And you talk a lot of shit on the internet that, you know, like makes you sound like a fucking weirdo, but you're nicer you're night. you you have more patience with the kids you're fucking i mean yeah you're also having house. more fun what? i mean but, but call, whatever it is man whatever it is yeah. i mean like i'm on some sort of fucking metaphysical journey right now and I, I i guess it's working
1: you you sound like a weirdo but you're not beating the shit out of your family chris so uh, we support
2: you unlike you benoit <laughs> hey i never yeah, fucking a- on these broads that uh that dumb necklace ain't fooling anyone we all know you're a
1: psycho it's two necklaces and i'm a buddhist but I still carry a goddamn piece.
2: Don't fuck with me. Stop it. Relax with the brandishing of the weapons. Well, you're the one who fucking brought it up, asshole. I mean, you were waving it at us in a threatening – who are you, Ted Kaczynski? Where the fuck is Chris going? God damn it. P-break? I guess so. Maybe no, I-, I'm, I'm a I was going to gonna end, end it, though,
4: because I was going to say um, like that's a big part of my journey is like finding sp- – spirituality without like religion because i've met like i grew up catholic my mom's catholic but she gave she gave like my mom and dad gave my sister and i a choice and um hashtag religion is programmed they gave me a choice like when i got older to embrace it or not you know i was never forced into it and like i'm in my 30s now and uh i'm happy to like go on that journey and figure it out on my own without you know the presence of someone like a priest guiding me, you know,
1: The purpose to me, at least the purpose of an arbiter of the spiritual of the religious is when you got somebody like a Pope, that person sets himself up in a, in a, in a place of spiritual authority. And then the idea is that I got to tithe. I got to go into church and I got to drop some money in the jar as it goes around the basket when it goes around. But the purpose is if you give the money, then the guy who has the close relationship to God will maybe he'll intervene on your behalf. You know, I'll put in a
4: good word for you. You know what I'm saying? What God says. So what you're saying, it's not good fellas, it's Godfellas. It's
1: Godfellas, exactly. And so my my thought is this, human existence, the 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 period of history and even prehistory, how many religions have we burned through as a species? I mean, you think back to Assyrians, Babylonians, all of these ancient Persians and shit like that. They had their own fucking religions that we don't even fucking talk about today, okay? We talk about a few that were invented, you know, 2,000 years ago, whatever. And I'm not saying that they're not worthy because I think that there's a lot of great nuggets to all of the religions that exist today. There's there's spiritual teachings, there's things that you can take away that can make you a better person and can make you more cognizant, more giving, more compassionate. But the idea is that any one religion, how, how do we know that the the one right religion isn't the fucking Assyrian one that died out uh, fucking 4,600 years ago or some shit? The, the idea is that. I don't think you can really pin things down to one and say, well, it's definitely the Eastern Orthodox or it's definitely the Catholic, the Roman Catholics, or it's definitely the, the Muslims, the Shia or whatever. you just got a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of different opinions? But when you, when you break it down to like the core beliefs, I think that there's a lot of like a common ground there. about oh, yeah, how for to sure. behave, and, and so that's the stuff that you can like take and apply and use and even be like have put your belief in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: Like, I think your relationship with whoever, whatever, is your own, and like you're supposed to find it on your own. That's my big Word. thing. Word. Um, I and agree. That's why yeah. I think that this like journey is so special. Is that like I have no outer influence. Like no one is influencing me. I'm literally on my own, and I shouldn't that be how it is. That's what I'm saying. Because like.
1: When you're a kid and your mother's like, apologize to your brother or something like that, and she like forces you to apologize, you're like, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you really sorry? You're being, you're doing it because you're being coerced. But right. with a religious belief, shouldn't it be the same? <laughs> way? Should you come to it by by like a honest means?
4: Yeah.
2: Well, isn't that the idea of like the vision quest or like the the you know you, like as part of a religious ceremony in some tribes, you you maybe take ayahuasca or you eat peyote and you go out into the desert, you go out into the forest and you, you know, you have a conversation with God, their God, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, But that's the same idea, right?
4: Yeah. It's your conversation with whatever God you want to talk to kind of, you know what I
2: mean? What you
3: said, Jason, is part of the problem that like, I know personally I have with organized religion and it's people get Mm -hmm. caught up more with the messenger and less of the message. They want their team to be right. When it's not about that, I mean, all of you said it yourself, all of these things are essentially saying the same thing in their own way. So you over here and you over here and you over here, you all have the message. You all know the basic gist of it. But, you know, the Catholics want to broker their experience and the Buddhists want to broker their experience and so on and so forth. So, I mean, like it it breaks it down and, 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 you know, almost as, you know, a, a form of divisiveness in and of itself to where if you're not on my team, you know, you're doing it wrong. Where you know it should be like okay, you're on your spiritual path, and we're all going to get to the source at the end. You might not believe in my guy, but you know, and I might not believe in your guy, but I'll see you at the end, you know, because we're all going to get out of this at the end, and you know, I'll see you back at the fucking other side.
2: Well, how many religious texts are exactly the same?
3: Essentially.
1: are exactly the same. How many how many artists are exactly the same? How many musicians are exactly the same? Everyone has their own interpretation, their own uh their own art that they pour into it. I wouldn't expect two religious texts to be exactly the same, but I don't think that's a, a weakness. Just like different music
2: isn't a weakness. It gives us more to love. No, but I mean specifically like the Bhagavad Gita and the Bible tell very similar stories. Oh yeah, they Gilt- use just Chitola- different names. Chit- and stuff like, I mean like it's all one thing, right? Like everyone's got like one omnipotent dude, yeah. unless you're like from Rome and then you got like seven or fucking oh, the Avengers of the sky then, or whatever they're called
1: hierarchy. And like one guy is more omnipotent than the other. Yeah. Right. Like,
2: right. 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 Whatever it is. But I mean, Jay, I know you've read the Baba Gita. You're very uh, fam- familiar with the text. There's a story of a great flood. There's a story of war between good and evil. You know, a, there are so many different correlations between the two texts. Like, yeah Is't it possible that it's all the same like
1: absolutely well it's it you know what's very possible is that the the spiritual experiences that we have, despite being separated by geographical distance or centuries the 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 idea is that the spiritual like when you boil it down when you distill it, they can be very i think similar but Maybe the language is different. The culture is different because you separate it out. So Gilgamesh is Noah. And, and, you know, but I think at the end of the day, even with the sleep paralysis, when you read about different experiences with sleep paralysis, you see that there's uh, incredible commonalities. There's shadow figures. There's the hag. There's the not being able to move because it feels like someone's sitting on your chest. And the thing is experienced very similar across the board. But then maybe people use different analogies. They write about it a little differently. And you have these cultural interpretations that that can then, of course, color the thing in a little bit differently, but I think when you really distill human the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing, if I may, is that the human experience is we do kind of share a lot. There's a lot of like overlap and we do have a lot of the same stuff happen. And that's that's a beautiful thing in my
4: opinion. What Can I the- touch on the sleep paralysis thing real quick? Please. It is kind of like okay. So the religion thing, like different religions um, you know, say the same thing is it, it's bound to happen, right? <clears throat> like great, be a good person. Book A, book B, fine the sleep paralysis thing is a weird phenomenon that people who don't know each other experience the shadow person with the red eyes. So does that make it real that like so many people have had that experience because Mm. there was like a, a a sleep paralysis documentary. I don't remember what, what the thing is called, but it's by far the, the most comprehensive one at least um, out of that hokey pokey documentary stuff. (laughs) But they talk about like the shadow figure, with the red eyes and when i saw that documentary i was like holy shit i had that yeah. i told my my girlfriend at the time now wife i was like holy shit i had that fucking that that same vision if you would you know when i was choking you to death
3: <laughs> and that's something that we've talked about before too where like adam can smoke dmt and jason can smoke dmt completely separate and two different states, months oh, apart from true. each other and go to literally the same room and talk to the same person separate of each other, but then come back and say, Hey, what was your experience? And they can say, well, I went to the Akashic records and I spoke to Bob and he told me about blah,
4: blah, blah. And he was like, Oh no, you know, you guys, you guys did have that bromance for a minute. So maybe that's just a testament to how, like, trust like, me, you it's, you been years. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: been
1: years, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Fucking Hanaki Johnson, and then. maybe
4: it's just like that scene in Requiem for a Dream with Jennifer Connolly, asked to ask kind of shit. That's yes, your tether, my
1: man. So when I was composing the question to you about the physicalism, the monism versus dualism, when I was considering the the um, the empirical testable nature of reality and how that is really within scientific circles the only thing that's that's truly accepted, uh, I was thinking about like the nature of. Um, accepting certain like qualia, I mean, like we agree that certain things exist because uh, tests uh, are, are are repeatable because science
4: but proves it yeah. to be real.
1: Exactly. Well, and and the important, a very important thing about the scientific method is that it's replicable. So right. any test that I perform in a lab, I have to very well document all of my methods and everything done, so that when I publish that, someone else who's never met me before on the other side of the world in China could reproduce my tests and get the same results. They have to agree. Otherwise, it's not a good hypothesis, not a good theory. We can't work with something if you have a completely different result set than my result set. And isn't that what we're talking about with different people who have never communicated, who have no way of of correlating their stories at all, having the same exact qualia of experience with something like sleep paralysis, experiencing the exact same thing to me, feels like the, the the level of consistency that we need to say, holy fuck, it happened to you too. Could it be our minds just completely making things up? Maybe. But how do you explain the amazing similarities between your mind making some shit up and my mind making some shit up?
4: Well, I mean, we constantly use uh, God. Well, we used to use God as an explanation, right? So why yeah. not use ma- like magic as a, a way to explain the unexplainable that hmm. science can't explain? Because there's it's so hard to quantify something that's not tangible because this is happening in your mind. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, the only thing you really have at the end of the day is your experience. I mean, even the things that we describe as real, all of the matter that we can interact with, the, the tests that we can replicate scientifically, you're you're still not really. It's all filtered through your brain. Right. And your yeah. brain's interpretation of the, the texture of a surface, the color of an item, all of that stuff happens and it, it, it filters through the brain. The brain is interpreting all of this shit. So really, like it, it's all coming through your your sense of self, which is the great filter of all of this stuff that's external that we view as like real and existing and. Will be here after I leave, right? The, right? the tree that falls in the forest, of <laughs> course, it makes a sound, even though I don't hear it, right? But maybe yeah. not.
4: But like, even though there are shared experiences with dreams and whatever type of uh, like sleep condition, like there's so many variables at play between even just two people. You don't know what's going on with like those two people emotionally, hmm. what's going on in their daily lives, which I like. All those things I think impact your dreams somehow. They go in. They you explore them in your dreams, yeah. even though you don't know what, like, like it could be you're in a Michael Bay movie in your dream, but it could subconsciously mean something else. And I think also dreams are a way of almost clearing if your brain is a browser because you're constantly doing. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah, clearing the cache. You're clearing, yeah. cachet, you're clearing all uh, you're clearing the history of all unwanted data that your brain does not want oh, to
1: keep. Pornhub sites out of here.
4: Nah, those are all memorized, bro.
1: Anyone seeing <laughs> that? I was um, watching the sibling fucking. I don't want anyone seeing that.
4: Yo, guys, can you give me one second?
2: Yeah, go Get ahead. Right back. Uh, he made the point just now about um, like itemizing all of the stuff that's going on in your brain, and that I think is the biggest part of um, the isolation chamber. That's at least me because I'm a. I got a fucking a squirrel rolling around in a bowl of spaghetti for a brain dude (laughs) there's a fucking
1: squirrel in the brain and a raccoon in the ass
2: yeah i mean hey i'm a whole ass tree look at me
3: I get the feeling when uh, you go in the tank, you see that big paper clip from like nineties Microsoft Office where it's like, how can I help and he you? They got a little piece of paper yeah, that comes out yeah, and He's, he's like, like how can I help you? Oh, I see you, you want to put your contacts in order. Can I help you out with that? And
1: you're do like, you oh, a put- little paper clip busts out and he's like, I see that you'd like to clear your cash. <laughs> you have memories of your uncle molesting you. You'd like me to delete. <laughs> <laughs> you're like yes paperclip take the pain away
2: <laughs> he turns into a little fucking shovel and he starts digging, digging, and shit.
3: digging out your, your brain your uncle never touched you don't worry about that oh my god
2: all right thanks for listening to fucking creatures and that guys the well, best.
3: Do, you, do you want to wait until our guest gets back before you want to wrap it up
2: <laughs> no give him a, give him a final word no no
3: i think i think we should let him get his plugs off oh yeah. obviously yeah.
1: For sure. And I mean, honestly, to bring it back to Sleep Terror clothing, um, dude, if you're into funky shit, if you like listening to Creatures of the Night, you got to check out the clothes. I mean, they're fucking they will express your soul.
2: Yeah, dude, that pizza fucking shirt is killer. I love it. I'm telling you, um, it was this.
3: This was all synchronicities because I mean, I saw that and it fit. It fit what I know as you. Like I almost bought it for you, to be honest with you. And I, 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 shared, I appreciate that. I shared it to you. I said, this is yeah, all you. I was and like, oh f- shit, this week-
2: is cool as fuck. Yeah.
3: Weeks later, then you know, here we are sitting here having a conversation. So I mean, that's just the way the simulation works. Yeah. Oh, the
4: the across P- the no one shirt.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No one, huh? Yeah.
4: Oh, so the name. The funny thing about that, or a bigger coincidence. Is the shirt was actually called Crust No One," and it was actually the back print way before the Eye of Providence was even a part of that, and it just worked out that way. You know, that's awesome. And so a customer actually called it out and he was like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize that that's the Eye of Providence." And I was like, "It's not. That's that's my sigil that I I created based off of the Eye of Providence, but it also has a bunch of stuff that has to do with like Aleister Crowley, Anton Lavey, and basically all about these witchy symbols shit." <laughs> because that symbol shit is, is you know, people give it power. And I wanted to create that symbol as my logo. To This sounds mad cliche. Dude. I created that logo to make me feel powerful.
2: That's right. all. Hell yeah. That's how it works, dude. Oh, yeah. You got to do it. You got to fucking actualize that shit. I um, actually
4: didn't even realize the the whole like all seeing eye and, you know, on the dollar bill about whatever it says about trust. And now it's like a full circle kind of thing.
2: There you go. There's Fuck yeah. Spooky,
3: well, spooky shit happening on the back of a dollar bill, man.
2: Hey, <laughs> dude, look. Have you ever please. looked at the back of a dollar bill on weed? There's a lot of weirdness in our fucking money, dude. A lot. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot. Why well, yeah. well, have trust me, we we don't have another fucking hour and a half to fucking go into that. But we'll see you got in you about
4: cocaine though? What's that? I mean, that type of funny stuff you're talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that and, uh, I don't and, want to be
4: able to see it. I want to be able to sniff it.
1: Stripper butthole. Cocaine and stripper butthole. That's what belongs on $100 bill. That's what
2: fucking America is built on. I wish. You know? uh, so, John, where can people find you on the internet? And uh, where can they purchase your fucking awesome gear that you have?
4: So you can find me on Instagram at just Sleep Terror Clothing. Uh, Twitter, just Sleep Terror Co., And Facebook, if anyone's still on Facebook, Sleep Terror Clothing as well. And um, you can find my weird shirts at uh, sleepterrorclothing.com. And if you want to chat with me about anything, because I literally reply to every DM, Instagram (laughs) is where to be at.
2: The DMs is open.
4: Yep, just slide right in.
2: It's a gaping hole. Shot the squirrels in them. Or uh, fucking raccoons. No raccoons Uh, allowed. Christian. Stretched to seven inches. Christian Watske, where can they find you on the internet?
3: Uh and uh, weekly on the hashtag no offense show, being silly and stupid as ever.
1: We love it. Jason Almy. I am Jason Almy. You can find me on the internet at Party Naked Pod, all over the place. Everything. Everything. Grinder, all the gay sites, everywhere. Party Naked Pod. Hit me up. Send me autumn dick pics, y'all. Also, you can find my podcast on all the fine podcast
2: players. Shit happens when you party naked. Fucking do it right now, people. If only there was an acronym to make your...
1: Swiping. To
2: make your name more searchable. Swiping my ass. Yeah. My name is Adam Simmons of the of More podcast, but more importantly of the Creatures of the Night. Go to innercirclepn.com. Uh, to find all of our shows, uh, all of the content that everyone on the circle puts out, uh, including The Hood Diner, Failing Hollywood, and The Plunge, and these two fucking ding-dongs. Good and Myself. This and every episode of the Creatures of the Night is sponsored by official.com Go to O H F I S H L use a code word. Inner circle.
3: circle. Inner circle.
2: Inner circle. And uh, get twenty five percent off of fucking dope ass shit.
4: John's and it's good fun,
2: fucking man. high quality. John, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thanks for
4: having
2: me. This is fucking awesome. I gotta we have to have a conversation after the podcast. <laughs> I'm giving you a night call, tell you how I
0: feel I want to drive you through the night, down the hills